Welcome back to the Combat Fitness Podcast, where our goal is to provide as much free information as possible to give you a mental and physical edge in fitness and in life. In today's episode, we'll be discussing a season of no, learning to prioritize yourself, saying no to the unimportant things, and choosing what's best for you. Now, this is a big one for a lot of people, I feel, especially when trying to accomplish multiple things in life at the same time, or dealing with multiple main areas of of your life. So if you have a nine to five job and you're trying to start a business and you're trying to get in shape and you have a family, it can be tough to juggle all those things. Now, especially when applying this to a focused mission. So if you're in, if you're in a bodybuilding prep or you're preparing for selection or you're an entrepreneur and you've quit your job and you're pursuing this full time, it can be very easy to get distracted and to get pulled off course by saying yes to things that have nothing to do with what you are trying to accomplish. I heard this quote once that said, the difference between people who succeed and people who don't isn't what they do. It's often just what they don't do. And this sort of stuck with me. You know, it's easy to get spread too thin, especially if you're somebody who's wired to accomplish and wired to please other people and wired to to do as much as possible. It's easy to say yes to everything and try and apply yourself and excel in multiple things. But what often happens, not always, but what often happens is you get burnt out. And rather than focusing on, you know, two to three key things and really excelling in those you're applying yourself to 10 or 15 different areas of life and end up not really getting anywhere with them and I know this has happened to me personally several times and I'm sure you can relate as well so what you can do about this is sort of just narrow in with most people you can narrow in on three to five important areas of their life. Some people, it's literally only one or two. Um, Most people don't only have one single purpose. For Like no one is on this planet for the sole purpose of getting in shape. But you can usually boil it down to, to two to three things. And it's usually like how you look, what you want to do. So career, business, those sort of aspirations. And some sort of, of family engagement is usually like those three it's like a a selfish thing like I want to look like or do and then an accomplishment thing I want to accomplish this or leave this behind and then a a relationship thing and there's sort of the three some people have a a few more some people have less um, but that's usually it and so if you really think about those three things hard and envision kind of what you want those to look like in 10 years or five years or one year you'll get a good idea of what it is that you need to do to get there. And in doing that, more importantly, you'll get a good idea of what you don't need to do to get there. So if you're working on a business and you're working 12, 14 hours a day trying to get this thing off the ground, you're competing with the whole world, right? You're competing with every other person who's trying to do that. And they might be working 16, 18 hour days. And if you're, if you're 
scrolling Instagram half the day and you're going out drinking with your friends every night and you're uh, sleeping in and whatever, you're not going to be able to compete with the guy who's dialed 110% into his craft. If you're saying yes to every party invite and you're volunteering here and you're doing this and you're saying yes to going on whatever, things that are pulling you away from your main mission, you're not going to be able to compete with people who are saying no to those things. If you're doing a a bodybuilding prep where you're stepping on stage in three months and you can't say no to those external temptations, you're not going to be able to compete with the guys who can. If you decide, okay, I want to go to school and I want to be a doctor, but I also want to try and start a business and I also want to learn how to mountain bike and I also want to travel for six months at a time and I also want to do this and I also want to do that, you're going to end up doing none of it really well. And you're going to find yourself five years from down the line having been spread too thin and done a lot of things with great mediocrity and accomplished nothing. And this is tough, right? Because at the same time, depending on what age you are, you want to sort of explore and find what it is that you really enjoy doing. And so there is, there is a balancing act. But I think a lot of times you have to just find how you're wired and what you're wired to do and start saying no to things that distract you from that. Right? So if you have a circle of friends who are inviting you out to drink three, four times a week, but you're on a fitness journey and you're trying to to get in good shape because you want to join the military and try for special forces or whatever it is, and your buddies are slamming chicken wings and pints three or four days a week, and they're inviting you, and you're saying yes every time, you are trading short-term pleasure for for long-term execution, for long-term results. And by not saying no... To them, you're ultimately saying no to yourself in the long term. There are some times, obviously, where you need to say yes, or you don't have much choice. Um, you know, you can't, you can't say no to every offer that ever comes your way because it uh, doesn't have to do with your specific goals. You don't want to be selfish. You don't want to be a dick. But it's okay to prioritize yourself. It's okay to say no to other people so that you can say yes to yourself. And this is a lesson I think a lot of people learn um, later than they had wished. Because at the end of the day, if you can't prioritize yourself, if you can't take care of yourself, then you can't take care of anybody around you, right? If If your circle around you, if you're trying to, we use the business example again. Say you're trying to start a business, you're trying to make oodles of money so that you can pay off your parents' mortgage and have a great life for you and your family and your kids can go to private school, whatever it is. And if the circle of people around you doesn't support that, then they're not, they're not supporting you. So why, why should you be saying yes to them if they're not saying yes to you, right? And that's kind of one of those tough tough conversations to have. But I think that 
if if the people around you are are truly supportive, then they they should understand why you're saying no. Whether you're a university student trying to keep a, a 4.0 GPA and you have to say no to going out because you're studying or you have to say no to going on a hike with your friends because you're studying, like it's okay to do that. It's okay to prioritize yourself. And the people close to you should understand. And if they don't, then then it might be time to to sort of reevaluate that. So now I want to get into how to find what to prioritize and and what to sort of leave behind. So you can only give 100% to so many things, and we sort of touched on this already. Generally, with most people, you can look at sort of two to five key areas of their life that they're really passionate about. And usually it has something to do with some sort of self-improvement, so uh, looking or acting a certain way. Some sort of of achievement-based goal, whether that's career, um, business, arts. And then the third one is usually relationship-based, so like having a family or whatever. So there's usually sort of that three areas, again, sort of plus or minus two other things. Um, But that's it. And any more than like four to five, and it's not not really, doesn't really fit in that that narrow spectrum of, of key priorities. So once once you sort of come up with those three things and whatever they are for you, picture yourself a year from now, five years from now, ten years from now, in those areas. And if you just do that for, you know, it takes four or five seconds to sort of think about that. If you do that, you'll probably also come up with what you need to do to get there. And at the same time, and, and more importantly you will come up with what you don't need to do to get there and what activities are not conducive with those goals. And so just by doing that, you've come up with what you have to do and what you don't have to do, right? So if you're, if you're trying to get in shape and finish your degree with a high GPA and whatever the third thing is, you know, things like going out and partying twice a week or um, playing video games six hours a day, like those kind of things probably aren't going to fit in with what you want to do. And for sure, it's important to cut loose every once in a while, 100%. We're not saying, you know, go in full monk mode for 25 years, not at all. But it's, it's the habits and it's the things you do regularly that make you who you are. And if those habits and activities don't align with what you want to be, then you will not become that person. Right? We all have a, an ideal version of ourselves in the future that lives inside our heads. Like you can probably think, man, if I was exactly what I hope to be, what would that look like? And the thing is, you have to become that person before you can become that person. You have to do the things that that ideal version of you would do in order to become them, right? So if that ideal version of you is shredded and has a six pack and millions of dollars, then you got to start doing the things that that guy would be doing, right? And that probably doesn't include wing nights twice a week and playing Arma 3 with the boys until two in the morning on a Thursday night. 
Life is full of distractions. And they're usually only 1% to 2% at a time. But if you have 10 things or 15 things or 20 things taking 1% to 5% of your attention, well, you can do the math, right? It adds up. There was a cycling coach uh, named Sir Dave Brailsford. He turned, uh, he turned British cycling around and turned it into one of the most successful organizations, uh, cycling organizations in the world. Um, and his famous quote was, or his like mission statement for the team was the aggregation of marginal gains, which basically means, um, when you add up a whole bunch of small improvements, it, it creates a significant improvement. So they would try and make one to 2%, um, or try to create positive change one to 2% at a time. So if they could if they could find a riding position that was 2% more effective and a helmet that was 1% more aerodynamic and a seat that was 1% comfier, suddenly, you know, you do enough of those things, you're looking at a 10 to 15% overall improvement, which is huge. So what we're getting at here is, is sort of the same thing, but in reverse. It's almost like the aggregation of marginal losses. You know, if you can cut away several things that are uselessly taking 1% to 2% of your time or attention, you suddenly have a significant improvement in focus and availability. Right? It's not, it's not often the huge things that actually take up most of our time. It's, it's the collection of little things. Look at the screen time on your phone. You probably spend 3 to 6 hours a day looking at that thing. And if it's not work-related, that's wasted time. Imagine that phone wasn't there. You're just sitting there accomplishing nothing, three to six hours a day. And then you add in TV or Netflix or video games or going out with your friends even when you don't feel like it. That's the crazy thing. People are pressured in to, to drinking or going out with their friends even when they don't want to and it feels like a chore. Like, don't do those things. It's okay to prioritize yourself. Because if you don't look after yourself, then what service are you doing to those around you? You have an obligation to become the best version of yourself that you can, if not for you, then for the people around you. Right? The people around you deserve the best version of you, even if that means saying no to them once in a while, or most of the time. It's also okay to go a couple months at a time where you focus hard and then relax for a bit and ease off and sort of go through those periods, sort of like a school year, right? It's okay to do those things. It's okay to prioritize yourself. And I know for sure that there's a lot of people out there that need to hear that. Because when you keep saying yes to everyone else and saying no to yourself, you're doing a disservice to everyone. So we covered a lot today. It was a bit of a shorter episode, but hopefully you were at least able to take something away from that and understand sort of what areas of your life that you need to prioritize and the things that have nothing to do with getting you there and how it's okay to push those to the side and it's okay to say no to those. Again, often... The difference between successful people and people who don't make it isn't what they do. It's not the, the millionaire morning routine. 
It's what you don't do. It's what you say no to. It's what you give up. That's what's going to ultimately make you more successful in the areas you truly care about. You know, would you rather give 60% to the things you care about and 40% spread across a whole bunch of shit you don't care about? Or would you rather give 95% to the things you do care about and 5% to everything else? Because you don't care about it anyways, right? You got to prioritize yourself and you got to learn to say no. So that wraps up the episode for today. Make sure you leave us a review if you can. Add this to your library. We're going to be posting two to three times a week from now on. And we'll see you on episode three.